0: Welcome back to the couch, everybody. We got a big football episode. A big football uh, we have a lot of college with the got this episode. And we got into the NFL with my second rendition of the QB Tiers. We we'll talk about some key matchups in this NFL week three. And then we give you some betting picks. So let's hop right in. Fellas, how are we today? Welcome, welcome into the pod. How's everybody feeling?
1: Great. Um, yeah. I didn't go to class today. So, nice Swick. Okay. nice.
0: <laughs> just you were so curious about my QB tears. You were like researching yeah, everything, like yeah, what nah, is I Jordan going to do was, this week?
1: I was waiting all day, kicking my feet, waiting for the Jordan <laughs> tears.
0: I can't go to class. I need to figure this out. Yeah, I get it. Butsy what about you? Fired up.
2: I'm fired up yeah. for this weekend. I'm, I'm I'm really excited. We have a great. Actually, we have a really shitty game tonight. I was going to look ahead. Well, let's just talk about tonight's game. Really, does not look like a fun game. Uh, yeah. Ayuk is out. Don't really know why, but Ayuk is out. Uh, so we have a great day of college football, and then we have a great day Sunday. So looking forward to this weekend.
0: Yeah, Saquon is out too. So this is going to be a really fun watch. But who knows? Maybe Danny Dimes will uh, figure something out, not nah, lose by 40. Um. All right, let me uh let me share my screen with you fellas so I can wow you with my QB tears. Sure, uh, sure, sure. So ready and... to be wowed. I am
2: ready to be wowed. And... I'm interested because I did see another list of QB tiers on TikTok. Uh and I'm curious. Yeah, it was, your it was stack Nick Rice. To it was Nick Rice. Nick I Rice Mountain,
0: Mahomes Mountain. This is uh this is what it's um, you know, inspired by. Not not a copy of at all. Bottom of the barrel. Here we go. Kenny Pickett, Ryan Tannehill, Sam Howell, Josh Dobbs, Desmond Ritter, and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, I don't think, is a starting quarterback in the league. I don't know if he's a NFL caliber quarterback, so he is uh he he's our bottom of the bottom of the barrel. Um, everyone else, you know, Ryan Tannehill really underwhelming. Josh Dobbs, Desmond Ritter, a lot to prove. Sam Howell, same thing. Kenny Pickett, pretty underwhelming too, but who knows? Maybe those young guys figured out, uh, Tannehill and Wilson, not thinking they're going to get out of here, but let's get out of the bottom of the barrel. Let's go to, I was really good in college. <laughs> a pretty interesting tier. We have CJ Stroud, Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Bryce Young. Um, Deshaun Watson's moving in the wrong direction. I have lost a lot of faith in Deshaun Watson. Same with Russell Wilson. Thought Sean Payton could fix him. Uh he everything that those two guys do looks slow. They look like they're out of sorts. Um, Deshaun especially. Russ played a decent game the other day. Baker rose up from uh from the bottom tier. Kyle Trask's back up from last time. He's playing well. Uh I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to rise up. He's having a great season. Uh same with Stroud, and maybe Bryce Young gets out of there as well. Next tier, game managers. We got Danny Dimes, me and Buttsy's boy, Mac Jones, my boy, Jordan Love, uh, Anthony Richardson, and Jimmy Garoppolo. These guys are just game managers. You you ask them to not turn the ball over, don't make any mistakes, rely on the defense, the run game, whatever it is, just don't do anything stupid. They're solid quarterbacks, but uh, they're, they're not really playmakers. Next tier is called game managers plus. So these guys are kind of like game managers, but every now and then they do something and you're like, shit, that that was that was kind of a play. Like Kirk Cousins just threw the shit out of that out route. Um <laughs> we got <laughs> Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Brock Purdy, Justin Fields and Geno Smith. Really a big drop for Justin Fields here and honestly a lot of people would argue that he should be right now, like in the bottom of the barrel tier. And if he continues to play the way he is, I will continue to drop him because I, I've lost a lot of faith in him, but I do think he's being misused. I think the play calling's a, a little off, maybe a lot off. Um, but yeah, Fields is not making good reads right now. All these other guys, though, they are game managers. They You don't want them to you know turn the ball over, like I said, but every now and then they'll, they'll wow you with uh, a nice throw and a nice play. And they look like a playmaker next tier, we got only two guys in this tier it's called savvy vets matt stafford and dak prescott um these guys just you know they're vets they've been in the league a long time they know how to play the position they know how to read the game and they don't make too many mistakes dak has cut way down on his turnovers from last year. He's just relying on his defense and he's just making, you know, the right play every time and he's doing enough to get the job done. And Matt Stafford looks like Matt Stafford. So he, uh, you know, obviously won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, um, got hurt last year. People thought he was going to take a big step back this year. I think he looks just as good as ever. So Stafford um, remains there in a good spot on the tiers. Next tier we have, if it would load, uh flawed superstars now this is this is a tough tier I was very conflicted on this tier we have Josh Allen Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow at the moment these guys are all superstars absolute superstars but they also have major flaws surrounding them Josh Allen obviously showcased his on Monday Night Football in front of the whole country throwing uh what was it three picks and that's that's kind of been a theme um for much of Josh Allen's career he's just a shoddy decision maker and and i don't think he's very trustworthy in big games in big moments and he's not the guy who you want to make big big decisions um as of yet for trevor lawrence he has all the talent in the world um but i do think he still has another step to go in terms of maturity in terms of seeing the game maybe doing more pre-snap um you know becoming that that savant that football mind that we think of uh when we talk about guys like Tom Brady, when we talk about Patrick Mahomes, um and even Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow is on this tier because his flaw right now is an injury. He doesn't look like himself. His calf isn't right. He keeps reaggravating it. So for now, uh Joe Burrow will will be down in this tier. Uh the second tier, chasing Pat, we have Lamar Jackson, Tua Tagovailoa, Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts. Uh yeah, these guys are they're just studs um Tua Tua may have seen the biggest jump from my original tiers he has taken a massive leap forward he's reading everything correctly he's making all the right plays he's making uh pretty ridiculous throws while doing so so um all these guys are just studs um but unfortunately they're not as good as the guy who's at the top of the the tiers which is still Patrick Mahomes so there it is boys that was a uh, that was the second edition of Jordan's QB tiers. Give who some snaps would like, there. Who would like to start?
1: That was. I'll dive in.
0: Yeah, yeah dive let, me just, him. let
1: me just say, great job. Looks great. <laughs>
0: Thank great you. Looks
2: a lot like Nick Wright's Mahomes Mountain. If I don't say so myself. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with Mahomes <laughs> Mountain. That's <laughs> different. That's a
0: whole different thing.
2: God,
1: I hate Nick Gray. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Go ahead. We'll Busty. get into that later. Um, so I got no problem with bottom of the barrel. Um. The, I was really good in college. I think I'm a bigger Bryce young believer than a lot of people are. He has zero weapons and zero offensive line and a pretty shitty head coach. So I, I know we talked about this before, but quarterbacks being in the right system is, is, is a huge aspect of whether they're good or not um, good in the NFL rather. Um, they're all obviously very, very talented, but if we can get Bryce young, some help, like any form of help, I think he could be moving up this, this tier. Um, but for now, the, I was really good to college. I think it's a good spot for him. Um, I I think that Josh Allen belongs in the chasing pack category. After his week two performance, he lit up the Raiders for, I mean, what was it, 30 plus points? He looked really fucking good, 38 points. I mean, Gabe Davis looked great. The run game actually looked like it existed, which was cool to see <laughs> yep. for once out of the Bills. Um, so I would, I would personally have moved. Josh Allen up into the chasing Pat tiers. And honestly, I might move down Jalen hurts. I might replace Josh Allen with Jalen hurts. Jalen hurts okay. while he's not playing bad. He doesn't look incredible, right? He had, he had a couple of deep balls to Devontae Smith at one resulted in, you know, uh, a red zone play, a red zone drive that they scored on, I believe another one resulted in touchdown. But besides that, he hasn't looked like a very, you know, top the top, elite chasing Patrick Mahomes QB. I think Josh Allen is a little closer to that than, um, than Jalen Hurts is right now. I don't think he's flawed. I so I, it's kind of weird because I don't really know if there's an exact tier for him because I don't think he's flawed. I just don't think he's as good as all these other QBs look at the moment. Yeah, that's just I'll, my I'll personal opinion
0: on it. My my thing with Josh Allen is. Josh Allen at his best is literally as good as anyone. He would be on the same tier as Mahomes. When Josh Allen has his best game, he there's an easy argument that he's the best quarterback in the league. The issue is, is when he has his worst game, he's way down at bottom of the barrel. Like it is and and, and he has his worst games too frequently. So he's too inconsistent for me. Um, at least right now. I mean, obviously as the season goes on, maybe it changes. It it wouldn't surprise me at all if I move him up a tier. Um, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't move down Jalen Hurts because he doesn't make the mistakes and he he doesn't have gaudy numbers at all. Um, he actually, if you just look at his numbers, you wouldn't think he's anything special. But listen, sometimes like like DeAndre Swift ran for 100, he had like 175 total yards in that game. So it's like maybe like sometimes you just don't have to do too much as a quarterback. And that's part of the problem with Josh is he always tries to do too much. So. Uh, or not always, but his bad games, he does try to do too much. And that's his big flaw. So I like, I like Hurts where he is. Um, Allen, I think will move up. But for now, I mean, that, that Monday night game, or was it Sunday night, whatever it was against the Jets, that loss, is, game, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely holding him back. And I'll, I'll keep him in the flawed superstars until he goes on a pretty uh, significant streak to sway me. By the way, I did this. This is not like a ranking exactly. This isn't like, like, I don't think Lamar Jackson is the second best quarterback in the league. This is who I want for the rest of the season. Same with Tua. Like I don't think Tua is the third best quarterback in the league, but out of all these guys, at this given moment, if you told me I had to choose who I want uh, on my team for the rest of the season, this is the order I would place them. So I'll put that caveat in if that makes mm. sense. Zwick, mm. what do you what do you got?
1: I like that. Um, let's see. I think that Sam Howell is not in the bottom of the barrel. I think that he is borderline game manager maybe i think he's probably just as good as a daniel jones and a jordan love um other than that bottom of the barrel looks good ryan tannehill is just absolutely horrible. awful, awful. Um, josh dobbs is kind of frisky he didn't look that bad but i realized that he is literally josh dobbs so i'm good with him being <laughs> at the bottom of the barrel um Bryce Young, yeah, it doesn't look great, but I'm I'm not putting that much blame on him because we're two games in and he has almost nothing to work with. Um, Let's see. I like the flawed superstars. I think the flawed superstars is perfect to me because I think Josh Allen is literally, like the definition of Josh Allen might be flawed superstar because yeah. at his best, he is a superstar, but he has so many flaws. Same with Joe Burrow right now. He just looks very off. Trevor Lawrence, yes. Um, what I do think, you
0: think? What do you think Trevor Lawrence's flaw is? He, I think that
1: he just, I don't. He just hasn't looked like himself. Like he hasn't looked like that, that third year breakout that we really right. wanted to see from him yet. And I'm sure that that, no, I'm not sure, but I think that that will happen eventually. But we just haven't really seen it yet. I think Kirk Cousins should be in savvy vets.
0: Oh, okay. Let's move him up then. That's fine with me. I love Kirk.
1: <laughs> I think he <laughs> played phenomenal against the Eagles. Um, and he did four touchdowns and like three hundred something yards. So I think he played really well. And you know, I the team, the Vikings certainly did not lose because of Kirk Cousins' play, which has been a theme on prime time, um, in recent memory. So. Other than that, this looks pretty good to me. Um,
0: hey, uh, no, no Justin Herbert hate from Zwick here. Oh, Nothing. Um, he, he, oh, he's escaping. Awesome. <laughs> Let's and go.
1: I, I like the I like the Tua recognition because I think he's been borderline the best quarterback so far this year.
0: MVP favorite Tua. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, if you guys were to pick one guy who you think is going to skyrocket up the tiers, maybe we look back in in two or three weeks. Who would you go with? I think for me. It's not going to be Justin Fields. I I think it's going to be either Anthony Richardson or CJ Stroud. I think Stroud could move up like two tiers in in the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, I I like that. Anthony Richardson worries me, though, because he's played two games as a pro, and he's left both of of those games early with an injury. Hey, he's a
0: tough cookie. Tough cookie. He'll be back.
1: I hope so, but I think Sam Howell could shoot up a lot. I think he kind of... He was dealing against a really good secondary in Denver, and I think he could be a game manager, maybe even game manager plus at some yeah. point. This
0: full full transparency, I haven't watched as much Sam Howell as, as I should have, so maybe I should throw on the oh, tape he'll and, sing and, out. He'll, uh, <laughs> and he'll move up. Bussy, do you have a guy who, uh, who you think is going to break out soon? Give me Kenny Pickett. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll hold you to it. Listen, he's
2: played – two of the top five defenses in the league to start out the season so far. And it it's really difficult. Those are really, really tough first two games. And I know their defense, the Steelers defense kind of carried them against the Browns, but the Browns have a sick defense. I mean, they held Burrow to what, three points? They held Joe Burrow to three points, right, Swick? Swick, so can you remind me, Um
1: I Injured cannot confirm nor deny that that happened, but it may. Have
2: okay, may have happened. And obviously, the the Niners' defense is is probably the second best defense in the NFL right now. Um, I I I think he's very talented, and and I I really hate their OC Canada Matt Canada. Um, I think he's really fucking bad, but I I think that I think a big part of Kenny Pickett jumping up these tiers, getting to game manager. Is gonna be fucking phasing out Najee, right? I think Najee <laughs> doesn't do this offense any favors at all. And when you can't run the ball three yards on first or second down, and you have you know you're faced with long third downs every drive, which is what ha- has happened the past two weeks, it's really tough to fucking shine, and it's really tough to be good and win football games. So I think Warren getting implemented more into this offense is gonna be huge for Kenny Pickett. Establishing a solid run game will open up uh their offense with Pickens and Deontay. Uh, so give me give me Kenny Pickett to jump up these tiers because I think he's really talented. I think he's got good weapons around him. I just think that they're, the way that they're playing offense has to change.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a good point about the offense overall. The thing is Naji's, like, – Najee's bad. Like Najee is just bad right now.
1: Did you yeah. see that video of him running? And it looks like the video is in slow motion, but it's really yeah. not. And he's just he's really slow.
0: <laughs> he's just that slow. He's really slow, yeah. I agree. Um, but I do think, like your point earlier – about the system really mattering and the situation really mattering for a young quarterback, especially like Kenny's not in a good situation. And there's no guarantee that the run game all of a sudden starts popping. Um, and also, I don't know if I quite agree with you that he's super talented. I think he's, I don't know. I think he's like Kirk Cousins level talented, um, but he doesn't have the support system and he doesn't have the years under his belt that, that Kirk Cousins does. So. That's,
2: but that's pretty talented.
0: It's it's talented enough to be game manager plus or a yeah. savvy vet. <laughs> no, if I know, but plus uh, is
2: what you're going for then,
0: what
1: if game manager plus is what you're going for, then that's about that's, as talented as it's going to be. No,
0: I agree. I just don't know if it's going to happen this year for Kenny Pickett. I mean, Kirk Cousins in his second year certainly wasn't uh going to be in, in game managers plus yet, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, with Kenny, I, I think he still has a lot of work to do, and I think he still needs. Uh, a lot more support by his offense yeah but see
2: let me throw out a controversial highly controversial take okay highly controversial uh brock purdy could possibly you're gonna say dak no 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 i think dak stays I, i i'm dak has dak is exactly like i actually think he I don't know if he's a savvy vet or a game manager plus <laughs> because the way Jordan described game managers plus is don't fuck up yeah. and let it's your Dak. defense do the rest. Yeah. That's Dak Prescott. So, but do I think he's better than like Kirk cousins and Jared? I don't, I might honestly move Jared Goff up to savvy vets too. That might be, that might be an, uh, an interesting move because I think that he does a little more than the rest of these guys do right now. In the, uh, at the time being, he hasn't thrown a pick in fucking forever. I mean, he's probably going to throw in this weekend now that I just said that. <laughs> yeah. But he hasn't thrown a pick in, in, in a while, and he's led, you know, a very, very high-powered offense. So I think Goff can move up into Savvy Vets category because he's been in the league for a very long time. Give me Brock Purdy to move up a couple tiers.
0: Where is I, he like, going? It, He's going is into flawed it, superstars?
2: <laughs> like – like, what? it's weird because it's like, it's, it's the, the, the tiers is not, like you said, isn't a ranking. Right. It's who you'd want going forward. Right. So, if we're going based off of that, I think he could be in the same tier as Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford late in the season. Okay. Like, I think that's yeah. how good he is. Yeah. That's not, it's not crazy. Obviously, Shanahan helps a ton and their weapons are fucking elite, but look for look for Brock Purdy to to have an outstanding season and possibly get in the conversation with those guys by the end of the year.
0: Zwick, yeah. more likely that Fields moves up or down by the end of the year. Down way mm. way down. I
1: I I was just going to say I think Brock Purdy is a lot better than Justin Fields right now. Um Fields just looks lost and I he his coaching is horrible. Um Luke Getzi's Kind of a moron calling the same play three times in a row from the same formation, um, but Fields just looks bad. I mean, he looks indecisive. He looks like he has no confidence in his arm and no confidence in his teammates or his coaching or anything. But, but at least he can run, right? Like at least he can. <laughs> but he first, doesn't because um, they
0: don't call the plays for yeah, him to run.
1: They don't. The coaches don't play to his strengths because why would they? That would be dumb. So I, I think down, but I, I want to see fields get a culture change because I believe in him and I believe that he can take that leap, but I just don't think it can happen in Chicago, at least not under this coaching staff. So I, I would say down.
0: I agree. I think actually, I don't know where Nick Wright had him on Mahomes Mountain. mountain. Uh, he might've been like off the mountain. Cause he, a, a lot of people would have him bottom of the barrel. Like he looks that bad. Um, I still believe in him, and I still put a lot of it on the coaching in the system, so he will remain there. Anything else on uh, Jordan's QB tiers before we move on?
1: I got good? nothing. Yeah, looks All good. Right. Zach Wilson sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if uh, that'll ever change. Um, okay, let's get into our matchups. Our big matchups. We're gonna start with Rams Bengals. Swick, can your boys get a win?
1: I really hope so I I like I don't know if Joe Burrow is playing on Monday which is very scary because I don't know if we can win without him because our backup quarterbacks are absolutely terrible but I think if Joe Burrow plays they win just because I think that he knows that an 0-3 start is likely a death wish and likely kind of I mean, obviously it's doable, but 0 and 3 is really, really hard to come back from. And especially if you're not fully healthy as the best player on your team. So I, I think they'll win if Burrow plays. If he doesn't play, I I mean, obviously the, the chances of them winning are less. I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine they win if Joe Burrow doesn't play. But if if he's playing and he is 80% healthy, maybe. I think what
0: what percentage has he been to up until this point? I don't even
1: know. I I mean maybe I thought he was fully healthy, but I don't know. I he's just looked awful to start the season, as you guys know. And if he doesn't play week one or week three, then we're we might be doomed.
0: Also, kind of like a huge game for both teams. The Rams could get to two and one. After being a team who some people thought would be like bottom four, bottom five yeah. in the entire league, a two and one start would be massive for them. And the Bengals would go to 0 and 3, like you said. The Rams look good, Buttsy. They do.
2: Um, what's this receiver's name that I can never remember because it just sounds like a bunch of weird <laughs> noises put together? Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. And like you know, read my point. It just sounds like a bunch of <laughs> weird sounds put together. Um, he's on pace to like shatter the NFL single season receptions record. Um, which is kind of nuts. Um, he's looked really good. It like it's like they lost Cooper Cup, but they found Cooper Cup. Like, yeah, they yeah they didn't they, really they lose have, Cooper Cup. They didn't really actually lose Cooper Cup. They just have Cooper Cup's like long lost twin or like yeah. younger brother. Uh, he's elite uh Stafford looks good Stafford does look good he threw one bad pick or two bad picks it or two. one was bad and I think he threw another was and it was tipped but he threw a really bad pick against the Niners and that kind of deflated the, their chances of winning but they were I watched the highlights because we didn't get the chance to watch the game they were in that game for the majority of it like they they had a chance to win um I, I like I think they can go toe-to-toe with a lot of great teams in the NFL right now. And they and they did against the Niners and a few too many mistakes cost them. Uh Kyron dropped a pass. He dropped a pass, went right through his hands that led to a pick when they were, I think, on like inside the 30. So, you know, eliminate those dumb, dumb mistakes and and they have, you know, they they yeah. could possibly win that game. So I I definitely believe in the Rams. I think make face obviously a genius. I think Stafford's still really talented. Pukunakua is <laughs> Is that, that's that right Puka, yeah yeah yeah
0: Nice. all right let's go
2: he's sick so um, I'm I'm him I'm buying the hype on this Rams team I don't know I like I don't I I like this is this is really tough because the Rams are trending in such a positive direction the Bengals could not look any worse and their QBs injured um Jamar Chase, I drafted him in two leagues in fantasy. He just hasn't uh, shown up, which has been really, really good for me. I'm really happy about that. So, um, (laughs) yeah, give me the Rams. I have a little inner podcast controversy. Give me the Rams. Honestly,
0: I'm not touching this game from a betting standpoint. But gun to my head, I would go Rams, dude. I think they just look like the better team. And and Burrow might not even do.
1: What? They do look like the better team. I can't even (laughs) deny it.
0: I just and McVay like it's kind of a coaching mismatch and Burrows hurt and he might not even play and if he does play he's not really Joe Burrow so I'm picking the Rams here I'm sorry Zwick that it, it could be it could be disaster uh smash the panic button time if if the Bengals lose that the only reason like you would pick the Bengals is because it's an absolute must win and like sheer will maybe <laughs> could take yeah, over that's and what we're... i'm running on right now <laughs> yeah maybe jamar chase just goes nuts um obviously that rams defense it isn't as uh big name heavy as a lot of other defenses so we will see that's gonna be a fun one another one vikings chargers the the battle of the zero and two teams the underachievers you know who i'm picking zwick chargers oh, Easy money. Uh oh. they 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 just they're the better team. They have the better quarterback. These teams are basically the same team, I think. Like good offense, good weapons, um, terrible defense. But the Chargers have Justin Herbert and the Vikings have Kirk Cousins. So give me the Chargers.
1: Yeah, I think if I was to bet on this game where I was a Vikings or a Chargers fan, I think I would like just rip my hair out the entire game because <laughs> this is gonna be this, this game will be decided by a field goal on the last drive. Like, no yeah. question. This is going to be the most chaotic ending of a football game that has ever happened. And I think Justin Jefferson might have over 200 yards this game because I have no idea who's going to cover him. Because if it's J.C. Jackson, then he's going to murder him all afternoon. Yeah. So, oh, God, I don't, like.
0: It's in Minnesota, I, so. Yeah.
1: Uh, I like the Vikings one because i hate the chargers and brandon staley is a moron two because i don't think the chargers defense can stop justin jefferson at all really and you know he's that good he's that much of a mismatch but on the flip side i don't think the vikings defense can stop anyone no. so i think this <laughs> might have a hundred points scored in it so whatever the over is i'm or whatever the line is i'm going over i might even 54 alt line maybe like 60 over over 60 maybe
0: a i'll go with that actually
1: i'll go with the vikings just because i can't talk myself into either of the two teams so i'll just close my eyes and pick the vikings
0: probably do the right thing
2: Don't i'm going to take, take the over i'm going to
0: take the over <right laughs> that's i'm just going to take right the thing. over no, that's the so
2: right so what defense can get like one stop Right. Like,
0: well, is it just like who has the ball last? Yeah. Oh, it's so It seems like
2: that because it's like, but like, can can a defense like just make someone punt? Is that like, can either team (laughs) is either team capable of that? I don't know. I don't think so. So it's going to be whoever has the ball last. I don't really know gun to my head. Um, I'm going to take the chargers. Gun to my head, I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm not picking a side in this game, though. I think that's a terrible idea because mm-hmm. if the Chargers score with, like, 30 seconds left to take the lead, I have zero confidence that they'll be able to stop <laughs> sort of getting in field goal range. Yeah. So I'm going to take the over, Uh, but gun to my head, Chargers. I think this over is, like, this one was was how I felt about, uh like, the Dolphins and Chargers week one, where I was like, both defenses kind of suck. just give me the over, and it's it, it was an uh, absolute lock, so – uh, I'm going to ride that I'm gonna keep, I'm going to take the over.
0: Yeah. Eckler could be out for this game too. And they did not. He's run already uh, great. Yeah. Without him.
2: Yeah. The backups look terrible. He's projected zero points in fantasy. So that's he great too. Good. I have,
0: I have Eckler fantasy as well. They ran all over Miami, right?
2: Yeah. Eckler was sick. Everyone
0: but does Kelly. Kelly was good too. And then he was just a total dud as the starter. Uh, What's our last one? Um, Broncos, Dolphins. This is a, this is kind of a storyline game. I feel like it, it's it's not like a super tight spread, but um, you know, we're we're trying to see if Russell Wilson and Sean Payton can avoid disaster, and then if if the Dolphins are going to cement themselves as you know legit contenders. So Zwick, do the Broncos have any chance in this game?
1: Um, no, they don't because. I don't know if Jalen and Waddle is playing. I think he is, but I'm not hundred percent sure. But uh I, I saw Pat Sertan not even be able to stop Terry McLaurin last weekend. So God knows what Tyree Kill will do to him. So we're, we're throwing
0: out Pat Sertan hate now? Is that what's going on?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't love that. <laughs> Tyree Kill is is or he's he's going to Miami where Tyreek Hill is, you know, arguably best receiver in the league. So I don't see them being able to stop this Dolphins offense because no one has been stopping this Dolphins offense. And especially if they get the running game going, I think that the Dolphins will win. I think it'll be a good game, but I think it will be a high scoring game because the Broncos or the, the Dolphins defense is, not very good. And the Broncos um offense should be able to get something going against them, I would hope. But you never know what Russell Wilson is gonna show up to the game that day, you know, the good one or the bad one.
0: Yeah. So. What happens? So at at what point, like how many the Broncos have to be oh and what for them to make a quarterback change. It is it is it possible? Are they just are they riding it out with Russ? I'd say like
1: five or six, maybe.
0: And and that's like after this game they would be 0 and three so that would be in the cards. Yeah,
1: I mean, like I think they're gonna move on after this year. If unless they you know make a push and like maybe make the playoffs, I think they're gonna move on because they can't keep a for- they can't afford to have this mediocre ass offense when the defense is this good. And they would just eat Supposed the contract,
0: be- right? Like they would still have to pay him.
1: Oh yeah, they're still paying him but
0: <laughs> uh yeah I, I don't think the Broncos win this, um, but I do think it's actually... It might be a little closer than people think. I think it'll be a decent game because I th- think Sean Payton found a little something last week against the Commanders, who have a decent defense. Um, obviously, they lost the game, but they put up a shit ton of points. so you think this is a route? Yeah, I
2: do. Um, but I also believe that the Broncos have an opportunity to keep this game close. And if, if, if they don't lose... In an embarrassing way, yeah. If they have it's, a convincing loss, if they have a convincing loss, it's going to give me hope for them. <laughs> yeah, but like whatever hope I have left after fucking choking to Sam Howell last week at home, which was disgusting. Um, really, last week, la- a really tricky. Uh, no call there in the end zone, huh? Yeah, I didn't yeah. like that. Yeah, that was that was probably pi. I think that might be like the picture they showed in the rule book for for pass interference, but. Um, regardless, they're zero 2 two. Um, should never have choked that lead away. They've looked, they've looked good, and they've looked really fucking terrible. Um, I'm not convinced. I don't know what Broncos team is going to show up, or they might show up for half the game and disappear for the other half. So, if they can put together a convincing loss, then uh, I might, you know, have a little faith restored. But until then, until they prove to me that they can be competitive against a good team, I, I, I think this team is in panic mode. If you want to talk about QB change, I don't think that happens ever. Um, and I don't know if it's that Russell Wilson's bad or if, like, there's – It's he's weird. I don't know if he's bad. He is bad, but, like, is the coaching staff around him that bad too? Like, no. He, this guy's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, multiple Super Bowl appearances, and he is – Where were you? Where did you have him, Jordan? Almost bottom of the barrel? Was he bottom of the barrel?
0: No. He was – the tier up. What what was it called? I was good in college. Which he wasn't even that good in college. He was the one kind of outlier. Yeah, <laughs> NC,
2: NC, <laughs> NC State, right? NC, yeah. NC Wisconsin? Wisconsin, NC State? Went or to both. Yeah, it was to both. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, so I don't know why. I like to believe in Russell Wilson. I really do. I I, I still think that he has some talent left, and so I want to see that on display on Sunday.
0: I like to believe in him, and then I watch him, and I'm like, oh, he has no talent left. He's not even close to the guy he used to be. Um, So I think – the QB change is almost inevitable. Um, but I also think at some point in the NFL season, there's always like a crazy upset. So if the Broncos pull this off, then they're going to start getting people being like, oh, there, that's the Broncos, Sean Payton's Broncos that we thought we were going to see. Like that's a playoff team. And they're not. I don't think they're a playoff team, no matter, even if they do win this game somehow. Uh, yeah, this would be, this would be kind of a, a blunder for Miami. But Russ, like, I don't know. He, he doesn't, He doesn't have the same escapability he used to, which was basically what made him special. Uh, He also is like slow with his reads. He's slow to get the ball out. He's easy to sack. So, yeah, I don't I don't think Russ is um, I just don't see him as the same guy that I used to. I I, I know what you mean. Like you like to root for him because it used to be so fun to watch. But I'm pretty much over the Russ thing. Uh, okay. Let me, uh, wrap this zoom up and then we'll hop into betting. Okay. Here we are in our betting segment. Uh, not an amazing slate of games this weekend, but you know what, it's the NFL, so we can't complain. But see, our resident degenerate gambler, Mm, what is, is, what is your first play you want to give to the people?
2: That title sounds a lot worse than it makes me feel like, I feel like that title should make me feel like a piece of shit, but I don't feel like a piece of shit. You
0: you feel proud. Don't
2: you? I, I, I do. A sick part of me does, and I'm going to give out a <laughs> sick play. You're going to, like, yak all over this play when you hear it because it sucks that bad. I'm going to okay. save my mortal lock for the end because I have an absolute hammer, hammer, hammer lock. Um, Chicago Bears. Plus Growing 12 and
0: up. a half. I, I just yeah. threw up. I think, I think, oh, think Swick just died. I think Swick died. <laughs> I think um, he lost consciousness.
2: Give me the Chicago Bears plus 12 and a half. Why? And... <laughs> it's 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 real simple, Zwick. It really is. Mahomes is terrible against double digit spreads, right? That's true. He's very, very bad against double digit spreads. Remember last year it was the Broncos at home, and he just you know found a way to fuck it up and they won by like nine, right. So, It's more of a bet that Mahomes is bad against double-digit spreads than it is that I have any faith in the Bears whatsoever. I still have Matt to win coach of the year. That ticket looks unbelievable (laughs) right now, guys. I'm really, really (laughs) proud of that pick. Probably dying on that mountain. Um, Mahomes is bad against double-digit spreads, and the Bears have, I guess, some skill somewhere on the field. Mm -hmm. Uh, So so give me the Bears plus 12 and a half. That's my play.
0: Did you put real real money on Iberflus, coach of the year? Did no, but I, shh, no, <laughs> no, okay, I didn't. Good. no, I, I No, sure. I just want to make I sure I didn't. I just want to make sure I didn't miss that. Uh, yeah, I'm. Um, I get your thought process. I'm just not touching the Bears at all right now. Like, it's I fa- no, it's
2: fair, and I, and I can't blame anybody for not wanting to bet the Bears, or you know, I if you if you want to not bet the Bears but take the Chiefs, I'd be like, eh, it's a little interesting. But if you just don't want to bet this game at all because the Bears fucking suck and Mahomes yeah. is bad against double digits spreads, totally understand.
0: The thing too, more, is more power like, to you. The KC defense is really good. Like it's it's actually really good. Secondary um,
2: sick and Chris Jones is dirty.
0: Yeah, Chris Jones is back. Obviously, the offense hasn't quite clicked yet. I think they'll figure it out at some point. And against this bears defense, it could be this week. So I'm I'm not touching it. Zwick, give your take.
1: Uh, <laughs> I I think Mahomes is gonna do unspeakable things. <laughs>
0: for
1: the Chicago Bears defense. This the Chicago Bears defense that currently do not have a defensive coordinator on their coaching staff. Neither do the Patriots? Okay, that's that's different. Fair. it's slightly different. It's slightly, slightly different. different. I think that the Chiefs might win by 65. What? that's a lot of points. But I can I can appreciate 65. I can appreciate the excitement of betting Bears plus 12 and a half because that is fun. It's fun to root for that even though it is absolutely sickening oh it's disgusting it is filthy yeah, it is it's, it's dirty disgusting. it is super I fun to root for that because i hope the chiefs lose i see no world where the chiefs lose but i hope they do
0: so there are two types of bets there, there are football bets where you watch the games and you analyze them and you're like okay this team's way better than this team i'm gonna bet on the way better team and then there are like i'm a gambler i'm a bet better i study sure. gambling i'm betting this mm. way that's what butsy's doing right now this yes. this it's like Mahomes the sucks against
2: low i feel like
0: it's low at 12 and a half
1: i, I think it should be 14 <laughs> at least i kind of yeah. agree <laughs> oh well <laughs>
2: oh, i just oh, well. it's 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 a system play it's a system play yeah
1: it's all yeah. a against the system it sucks against some of the bears lose by like 12 it's gonna be so funny
0: I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna laugh all the way to
2: the bank. I'm gonna laugh all the way to the bank. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to go take a to okay. after giving out that pick. It's that gross.
0: Yeah, yeah it is gross. Okay, I'm gonna be quick with mine. Uh Green Bay minus one and a half. Smash it. Hammer, hammer, hammer. They like lost last week, but it was a weird loss. They still looked really good. As as far as losses go, it was a pretty solid loss. So Jordan Love still looks good. Um I love the system on offense. The defense is solid, and the Saints are out of sorts offensively they have a decent defense, but I think their defense is getting overrated. People are talking about like, man, the Saints have a really good defense. Like, no, they have a decent defense, I think. Um, I I, I think Green Bay wins this like, I don't know, 25 21, something like that.
2: Mm. I like it. I do like that pick. I like the pick. Yeah, I like it too. I the the Saints
1: as a whole have been I mean they beat the Panthers and the Titans when Ryan Tannehill threw the ball. Exactly the other team three times so thank you my pick is seems almost too easy and kind of feels like i'm cheating because this seems too free um four niners minus 10 and a half tonight tonight the the giants on the road in santa clara no andrew thomas no saquon barkley i know the four niners don't have iu but i don't think it matters because i think the four niners are going to win by like this, this is like a 38 to like 14 game to me.
0: And and Saquon, as far as like one player, as big of a loss as one player could be, like Saquon could be the biggest loss for any offense in terms of yeah. weapons. He oh, one hundred percent What they, they do everything through Saquon. So I Breed as the backup, I think, who's like fine, but Saquon is their everything. Um, they don't have great receivers. They have Darren Waller who hasn't looked amazing. And obviously that O line is is spotty and got exposed by the Cowboys. So yeah. I um I'm staying away from this game tonight. Um I don't not really fun. know why. Yeah. I'm just not really not like a game. Yeah, I'm but... not um swayed either way, but I definitely I understand that where you're coming from that this could be a route. Um Butsy, give us your next one.
2: Under in this game. I have the under in this game, under forty four points. Uh, with the news of Ayuk being out that line has moved to 42 and a half. So beating closing line value. We have value on this pick. I feel great about this pick.
0: What'd you get? I don't, 44?
2: I got 44. It's now at 42 and a half. Jordan, I told you to take yeah. that this morning and you said you were quote unquote. Okay, good, 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 good. I got
0: 44.
2: Okay, good. Good, good. Proud of you. Um <laughs> I, I, I don't know how the Giants are gonna score. Period. I, I, I think this could be a 30 to 10 game. Like, I really, I really just don't see how the Giants put up points and move the football down the field. Like, you're going to really rely on the passing game, and you said there's no Andrew Thomas, too. You're going to be fucking – you're going to have pressure up the wazoo. So, like, the only way they're going to score is if Daniel Jones can break off, like, a 65-yard run and fall on his face on the five again, which was very funny. <laughs> so, uh, I have the under. Jordan has the under as well.
0: <laughs> That's true. That is a pure uh, trust butts bet. Uh Michael Parsons did unspeakable things to the Giants. Bosa is the second best defensive player, arguably the best defensive player in the league. So he's gonna do great. shout out
2: TJ Watt though.
0: Yeah, Watts there, they're they're all right there. I mean, if you're the Giants, you don't want to play any of those teams because they're just gonna <laughs> end the Touch game you. before yeah. it starts. Yeah. Um, let's see. My bet is the Patriots. Minus two and a half. Buttsy and I will be in the house at MetLife Stadium Woo! for this game. Nice. Uh Woo! it's it's going to be ugly. It's going to be gross. It's going to be rainy. Who loves that more than the Patriots? And I I don't think uh, Zach Wilson's Jets are going to score over like 13 points. I think I think 14 would maybe be like their ceiling, and I would be pretty shocked if they hit it. I won't be surprised if they uh, stay in the single digits. So the Jets have a really good defense also, but I think the Pats win this like, I don't know, 18 to 10 or something. That's where I'm at. So this maybe game's good
2: yeah <laughs> this game is gonna stink like it's gonna be raining two just tragic looking offenses at times 36 and a half yeah it's yeah. really it's really sad swick um if mac jones can put together a full half of football that a full game of football sorry like a first half if he had that anywhere inside of him uh because the second half has been great if he puts together a first half that'd be great um and maybe we could score like 25 which would be like whoa like uncharted waters ever since Brady left. Um, I'm on the Patriots as well. Obviously we're going to be there. By the way, I also think it's a good bet.
0: By the way, I don't know when I took this bet, but it was, it was at least like Tuesday. I was on this early. I didn't even know we were going yet. I was on this really early. I just don't think Zach Wilson is going to be able to move the ball against this bill Belichick Patriots defense, especially um, now that it's raining. It it looks like an even better bet. So uh, yeah, Pat's, all the way. It's 36 and a half. Is that the lowest total of the year? It, it, I feel like it has to be, right? That's so just far. So far, absurdly yeah. low. Uh, who's up next? Is it Buttsy or Zwick? Zwick, go ahead.
1: I, like, I hate picking the Ravens, but Ravens minus eight. Yeah. Um, fuck the Ravens. They <laughs> crushed my dreams last week. But they're playing the Gardner Minshew-led Colts this weekend, I believe. Anthony Richardson is most likely going to be out. It's going to be raining. Um, I think the Ravens are going to run the football a lot, and I think that they'll take care of business. I think that Gardner Minshew could be sneaky, sneaky like pocket passer better than Anthony Richardson right away. You know, not fully better, but I think the Ravens minus eight. I just think they're way more talented and just way better coached and just, just a much better team.
0: Minshew does have a tendency to like randomly show up and just win games. So, well, oh, it'd be awesome. I hope I'm
1: <laughs> wrong, but yeah, I don't see that happening.
0: I'm with you. I, I like to play, no AR, and AR has been a lot for that offense. So, uh, Buttsy, go ahead.
2: So, we've already crossed off a few of mine. I, the Patriots, uh, the over 54, we talked about the Bears, the under in tonight's game. Uh, my next pick is Lions minus three. I really believe that this Lions team is good and I still stand on the hill that they're going to win a playoff game or that they could possibly win a playoff game. I think that's their ceiling. And I think they can actually hit it this year. Um, I I, I don't think the Falcons are that good. Like we talked about it on Monday on, on the earlier show in the week that the Falcons don't have a very difficult schedule. This is not one of those games. I think the Lions are very, very, very good. Um, I think three points is just not enough because I believe that, the Falcons defense won't be able to stop the Lions offense, but the Lions defense could possibly stop Bijan like Desmond Ritter. I I just find it hard to believe that Desmond Ritter can go into Detroit and beat the Lions at the Lions. Like, I just don't, I just don't see that happening. So I'm going to go with the Lions minus three here.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that at all. The Falcons, I'm staying, I'm not going to take it because I think the Falcons are sneaky and the run game is really good. And the Lions defense is just average. So, I'm not gonna touch it. My I'm not even gonna pick this, but I just want to talk about this. It, shouldn't Pittsburgh be favored over the Raiders? Isn't Pittsburgh just a better football team, or am I totally bugging on that? Because I saw this line and I was like, that that seems like reverse. Uh, in that game. Yeah, it, that could have something to do with it. Like it's gonna be a rowdy crowd in Vegas. Um, they're minus two and a half. So I mean, I really like Pittsburgh there, but it feels like like if Vegas has it at minus two and a half, Vegas. I'm not gonna bet it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's that, gross. Jimmy G in primetime, like, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> and Kenny Pickett, yeah,
1: yeah. Ugh.
0: Um, we don't have to the, spend too much time. I, I, I was just the, confused. Jalen
1: Warren game.
0: Okay, the breakout is it here? Just,
1: um, we'll come back to this, but the Raiders' defense is awful. But Najee Harris is so
2: slow.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay, <laughs> who's up? that well, i, I well, have no more bets i have no more bets so i'm, I'm i have i think out.
2: one more play Zwick, do you have
1: anything um i was just gonna say i think we're all on board for charters vikings over um i think yeah that's definitely a mortal lock and easy play i don't
2: think i don't know if we said that but that's just might go without saying i guess the only reason that you know circling back the, the only reason that the Steelers might be favored or might not be favored as Jordan like is if Kenny Pickett is as bad as you say he is like yeah I I that... just
0: still think I don't know I just think Pittsburgh has a better overall roster I'm not even thinking about Pickett but yeah you're, you're fair
2: all right let me fire through my last two real quick Dolphins minus six and a half I think they win by a touchdown it's that simple I really I really think they beat Denver by a touchdown um Denver Denver can still have a convincing loss while losing by a touchdown I think.
0: Yeah. If they lose by seven, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, And then my last one—it's a teaser, six-point teaser. uh, The Bills uh, and the Dolphins both down to minus a half. So all the Bills and the Dolphins have to do is win. You get that at like minus one ten, minus one twenty. The Bills are playing the Commanders in Washington. Bills look legit last week. Commanders are two and zero, and they are good. But I—I I just think the Bills are going to be too much in this game. I really do. So give me the teaser. Bills, Commanders, Bills down to a half. And then uh, Broncos, Dolphins, Dolphins down to a half point. Just both those have to, both those teams have to win the football games for the bet to cash. That's it.
0: I like it. So my mortal lock is going to be the Pats minus two and a half. I, I see no way they don't win this game by a field goal. But is yours the over or was Zwick's the over or what's going well,
2: on? We can't have the same mortal lock. So Zwick's is good. <laughs> Zwick's is the over. Mine was going to be the Patriots. Fuck it. Bears oh fuck my fuck god it. bears <laughs> bears plus 12 bears. and a half fuck Dude, it. when they
0: when they lose, lose. lose 40 to 3 you're gonna feel like such a loser we're gonna 20. have
1: an intervention when yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah why are you betting bears plus 12 and a half that's the intervention. you'll
2: all see you'll all <laughs>
0: see after that's true. after sunday you'll it could all be, see yeah it could be that cool thing where you're like they they lose by like seven and you're like see easy see? More <laughs>
2: Never, Not a sweat at all. They had to like put together a one-minute, 30-second drive down the field to fucking cover the spread.
0: Not a yeah. sweat at all. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Big football weekend ahead, like I said. Butsy and I will be at MetLife, so go Woo! Pats.
2: Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am here with Zwick. We are here to preview this weekend in college football week three. Um, I think it's safe to say that the first two weeks have already gone by really fucking fast. Uh, it already feels like we blanked and now we're on the week threes so week. I don't know if you feel the same way, but football always seems to go by just way too fast.
1: way too fast. I can't believe we're already, you know, almost three weeks in, and it seems like it just started. So it always leaves too soon. So let's hope it doesn't this year.
2: Let's try to savor it this weekend. We have a great, great, great slate of games this weekend. Finally, we have a first real, real slate of college football games, some nice conference matchups that we're going to talk about. Um, Let's start with Florida State Clemson. Okay. This game, the ACC game, it's kicking off at noon. Uh, Florida State is minus two and a half over under is 55. Florida State, we talked about them last week, did not look great against PC Clemson. Seem to have slightly recovered from their loss against Duke, but still not the Clemson that we expected to see this year. Wick? what are your feelings on this game? Um
1: Florida I, State, I like it. I think yeah, I think Florida State is gonna be dominant in this game. I do not think Clemson, obviously, the loss to Duke was bad, and Florida State's look really good and deservingly so of a top three ranking. Jordan Travis is playing out of his mind right now, and Clemson just does not look like the Clemson of the old. So I like Florida State a lot in this game, and I think that they'll definitely prevail.
2: I do too. I I, I love Florida State. I think the hype of Clemson in the matchup is just kind of going overvalued a tad. Florida State minus two and a half, man. I They've looked so dominant this year. I know they kind of had to slip up against BC, but that was just really in the fourth quarter that they didn't play good. They had that game in control for pretty much the entire time. And Clemson hasn't really proven that they can win big football games yet in a couple of years now. Uh, and I don't trust their QB. I don't trust Dabo's Dabo's guys this year. Uh, I'm going Florida state minus two and a half. I think that might be my play of the I'm, week already in yeah. the first game. That's like, I don't see a world in which Florida state loses this football game. It, it, I just, I, I, if they do, I'll be very surprised. I know the spread says otherwise. The spread, you know, is indicating this is going to be a close game, but I I disagree.
1: I'm I'm right with that. They're just a lot better of a team than Clemson is. I know it's Clemson is home, but Florida State has just looked so much better this year. And you know, like I said, deservingly so of a their fourth right now. So deservedly so of a a top top five ranking right now.
2: Agreed, and I think after this win, they'll probably be bumped up back to three. I think they dropped to four after the BC game because they just didn't win that convincingly, but still yeah. definitely deserving of a top-five seed at the moment. Let's move on to the next one here. Really interesting matchup and an interesting spread. Colorado is going to Oregon. Okay, Colorado has looked really solid this year on offense. Their defense is still very, very shaky, going up against a powerhouse of an Oregon offense led by Bo Nix. Bo Nix has looked like the Bo Nix everyone expected to see his like, first year at Auburn, right? But he, he's looked really great this year. A little bit of a scare against Texas Tech, but nevertheless, they did prevail. Oregon is minus 21. And the over under is 70 and a half. Zwick, how do you think this game's going to go?
1: Yeah, this this is a shaky one to me because Colorado has all the confidence in the world right now and just kind of seems like they can play and hang with anyone. But Bo Nix is playing really good football right now, and I just think this Oregon offense is way too much to handle for the Colorado defense because it has not looked good at all. That being said, I think the Colorado offense is explosive enough to keep up with them. I know no Travis Hunter this weekend. That kind of deters me away from Colorado. So I would pick Oregon. I I like Colorado plus 21 a lot because I think it's going to be close. But if I had to pick a winner, I like Oregon.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think Oregon wins this game. But I, I And I actually agree with you that Colorado's offense should be able to keep up uh, for the most part, for, for the majority of the game. I think this is going to start out as a shootout uh, and kind of slow down later in the game. I'm actually going to take this under 70 and a half. That's my play in this game is the under. I think that, like I just said, I think it's going to start out really hot but I think Oregon's defense is solid enough to the point where they can slow down Colorado's offense. I'm just worried about Oregon hanging up like 50 points on Colorado's defense because we know it's not good. Um, and if Colorado didn't have such good an offense, they probably would be one and two right now, uh, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, but they are 3-0. and They've been playing good. They've been finding ways to win football games. Just this one, I think they're overmatched. I think they're outgunned. Uh, in a big way, and I think no Travis Hunter hurts, obviously, on both sides of the ball. So I'm going to take this under. I think Colorado's offense stumbles a little bit later in this game, and Oregon gets it done in a big way. But I'm going to take the under 70-and-a-half in this one. Uh, let's move on to another Pac-12 matchup. We got UCLA versus Utah. Utah minus four and a half and a 4-and-a-half, under 52 and 52-and-a-half. As of the recording of this podcast, which is September 21st, Thursday, at 515, Cam Rising, I think, is still questionable to play so pending he's playing I think Utah wins by a touchdown but if he doesn't play Zwick where do you think this game could go yeah if
1: he doesn't play I think this is a coin flip I think that UCLA is really really good I know Utah is good and I know it's in Salt Lake City so that's obviously favor of the Utes but Cam Rising is a really talented player and a really Really great leader at the quarterback position. So I think it's so tough to say because I. It's really just if he plays or not. I think if he plays, Utah wins. I think if he doesn't, then UCLA could hang around and could win, could steal this one because they're that good. And I know they they snuck into the top twenty five this week at twenty two. So I like the I like the Utes, but I'm I'm scared of. A no a a cam rising list team makes me nervous.
2: Yeah, I I very much agree. I've been doing a little a uh, little deep dive here into into the the spread of this game, and I think that we have a uh, a little bit of a line movement. So I believe Utah, yeah, has moved from four and a half points to six point favorites in this game. Yeah. but there has been no official word that Cam Rising is playing, but the spread has moved a point and a half in favor of Utah. I still like Utah to win by a touchdown. If he's playing, Zwick, do you feel the same way?
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: So I'm going to still take Utah at minus six. That actually just changed like 20 minutes ago. I just checked. So um, there's been no official statement that he's in, but the line movement suggests that he will be playing in this game, which is great. I I think he's fucking really good. He's really explosive and yeah. really fun to watch. Obviously the pact was it the, uh, Pac-12 championship last year against the... Yeah, uh, oh my God, he was awesome. Oh my God, what a game that was. He got yeah. popped and still came in and, and balled out. And then he won... Did he win the Rose Bowl against Penn State? I think he did. I don't remember.
1: I think I remember, he might have won the Rose Bowl. I remember Bowl. watching the Utah-Florida game. Was that last year? Yeah, that he, was the
2: first week just, of last year.
1: He was just awesome to watch.
2: He's great, man. He He's a really good quarterback. Um... 11 Roseville 2023. Whoops, not 2022. They lost to Ohio, uh, Ohio State two years ago. Oh, no, they lost. They lost to Penn State last year by two scores. I apologize. Yeah. Um, but that all, that all aside, I'm still a big Cam Rising fan and I think the win by a touchdown against UCLA. Um, the only worry that I have with him going back is that he's not going to be up to game speed. But what makes me feel a little confident about it is that he's been cleared for like full practice for a very long time. Like, for yeah. weeks on weeks, he's been clear for full practice. I just think he's been, you know, he wants to come back 100%, and I think if he does come back 100%, they'll win by a touchdown. So, give me Utah a minus six now with the little line movement there. Uh, let's move on to a very interesting matchup. Um, we have Ole Miss at Alabama. We have Ole Miss at Alabama. Alabama is minus seven, over-under is 55.5. It looks like Alabama will be sticking with Jalen Milro as their starter. Um, Zwick. It's in Tuscaloosa, Ole Miss playing some decent football right now under Lane Kiffin. How do you see this one going? Because I have, I have my, I have, I have my opinions on it. I, Strong opinions.
1: Ole Miss is a good team, and Alabama has not looked great. Jackson Dart of Ole Miss has been playing well, using his legs a lot, and Alabama has not looked well, but. It's still Alabama. It's still a Nick Saban led team. It's in Tuscaloosa. It's going to be loud. I said this about the Texas game, and I thought that they would win that, but oof, I don't think Ole Miss is as good as Texas and as good of a team to take down Alabama. So I like Alabama, but I think it's going to be close. I like Ole Miss plus seven, honestly, because I think it could be a definitely a you know three-point, four-point game when it comes down to the wire, but if I had to pick a winner, I'd I'd stick with the Tide.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm a little different than you. I believe in Ole Miss because I really don't believe in Alabama. I think Ole Miss plus seven is absolutely the play here. Um, it may be even possible we'll sprinkle on the money line. Bama has looked just horrific, and you know we're thinking to ourselves they can't look this bad for this long. They might, like, they just might not have the guys. I mean, that game against USF last week was one of the most depressing football games I've ever watched. It was, I think there was 13 total punts combined. I think Bama had eight and USF had five. So that's 13 combined punts in that game. That game was terrible. Their defense is still good. I like Ole Miss a lot. I think they're definitely trending upwards. I think Alabama is trending right into the shitter. Um, If they lose this, their season's over. I mean, you could already argue that their season is already over. Which it might be, um, I don't know if Bama's gonna throw in the white towel, man. But I don't think this is a team that's playing with any kind of confidence at all. Um, it's gonna be difficult to get up for this game for Alabama when you know you just lost big at home to Texas. You just went toe to toe with USF for like three and a half quarters. Um, so I'm 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 all over Ole Miss in this game. I I love Lane Kiffin. Jackson Dart's playing really well right now. I like their run game too. So I'm I'm with Ole Miss here for sure. And I kind of like the under a little bit, too. I think Alabama's going to really struggle to put up points. 55 and a half. I 55. think Alabama's going to struggle to put up points, and I think that their defense is good enough to keep Ole Miss in check.
1: I like that, too, honestly.
2: I I, I just don't think Bama's good. I, I, I We know they're not good, but I really don't think that they're good at all. So I'm yeah, going to go with Ole Miss course. plus seven. That's my, my absolute play in this game.
1: I'm – yeah, I'm. I'm with it. I, it's to me, it's still Alabama, and it's still you know this prestige program that can win by forty against anyone. But they have definitely not looked like themselves this year. Not even close.
2: It's almost like, don't you know? In the NFL, it was always don't bet bet against Brady and Belichick, right? Because yeah. they'll fucking cost of corn. Yeah. Now it's don't bet against Saban, but it's just Saban. Like there's no yeah. Brady, there's no Brady in this equation. It's like Jalen there's Milrow no and Nick Saban. There's
1: no two uh, there's no, no, it's
2: Jalen Milrow and Nick Saban. Yeah, it's like sorry, I'm going to, I'm 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 gonna fade. I'm gonna fade here in this spot. <laughs> so I'm gonna go Ole Miss, and it's probably yeah, put the under on my card. I'm gonna go with the under too. Um, next game, Arkansas at LSU. We want to talk about a team that you know has really figured it out since their just really really disappointing loss against FSU. LSU has looked much, much better since. I knew that they were going to turn around. I said after the uh, FSU game, I said that they obviously look terrible, but I really feel like that they're good enough and they will turn around. Max was really out on Brian Kelly, but after they had a really good year last year, and I think that they're still trending upwards and going to have a very strong ending to this year. LSU minus seven and a half over under is 55. Does LSU just handle this one comfortably?
1: I'm seeing, You said seven and a half?
2: 17
1: and a half. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm seeing 17 and a half. Yeah, I I think they do. Um they're in Tiger Stadium in Death Valley. I think that they got this. I think that Brian Kelly has, you know, put them in a much better position to win ever since that, you know, kind of meltdown versus Florida State in week one. So I I like LCU and they're 17 and a half point favorites. Um, the line is 55. I would go LSU minus 17 and a half. I think the Tigers are playing really good football right now, and I don't see Arkansas being able to keep up.
2: Yeah, I 100 percent agree. I don't know if I'm gonna bet this game as an official play, but I think that they looked really good last week against Mississippi State. Um, it was a it's a that's a tough time and tough place to play where you have a noon kickoff against a conference opponent uh, at their place, and they responded really well and and you know put up a very convincing win. I haven't seen much at Arkansas that makes me think that I would like to comfortably bet them in this spot, but I could absolutely see like a backdoor cover where LSU's up three scores and Arkansas, you know, drives down, to, <clears throat> drives down the uh, field and scores a meaningless touchdown to cover the spread. So I'm going to stay away from this one, but I think LSU definitely gets it done with no sweat. All right, yeah, let's move on okay. to next one. Another game that I have very strong feelings about because I fucking love their quarterback Oregon State at Washington State. Washington State just beat Wisconsin and looked really fucking good. Oregon State, DJ Ugalele has fucking looked like a Heisman candidate this year. He really has after sucking butt at Clemson.
0: <laughs> Oregon
2: State is minus three. The over under is 58 and a half. I'm all over Oregon State in this game. I'm all over Oregon State. I think their offense is so legit. I think Washington Washington State's defense has a lot of question marks. Wisconsin had opportunities last week, and they just weren't able to score, and they didn't look great. Um, but that was kind of more, you know, self inflicted wounds, and rather than Washington State's defense making them look bad, Washington State does have very strong QB play. But I'm going to stick with Oregon State here in Ugulele, uh minus three.
1: Yeah, I like it. I I like Ugaldey. I think he's he's been playing really really well. Uh, you know, obviously since the sort of let down he, he the let down performances he put on um in Clemson and you know everyone kind of thought oh he's kind of washed or he's cooked like he's he's here he's a really good quarterback and he's leading a really good offense and I think they can definitely beat Washington State. And I think this game has the potential to be one of the best games on the board because this game looks
2: 100 percent on paper this game is fucking sick. I'm gonna save we're gonna do the game of the week last because i think there's only really one game here that's the best game of the week Uh, let's go down to unc at pit so unc's minus seven half over under is 50 despite howell throwing two really bad picks last week i don't know if you got to watch the game he threw two not howell fucking uh drake (laughs) may jesus christ i was watching Sorry, I was watching part of my take yesterday, and they did one question with the quarterback, and it was Sam Howell, and I did talk to UNC. That so, he's yeah, funny guy. Regardless, <laughs> Drake May is the QB for UNC. He threw two bad picks last week. He threw two picks all season last year and threw two bad ones last weekend against Minnesota. Granted, Minnesota has a good defense. It's a Big Ten defense. So, you know, give him a little credit there. But at Pitt, very tough place to play. UNC minus seven and a half. Pitt could win this game. Pitt yeah. could win this game.
1: I think they could win this game. I don't think they will, but I think they could. I I watched the Cincinnati Pitt game last week and Pitt just looked terrible. They just looked really out of sync. I know it's a new week and um everything, but Pitt looked really bad last uh last week. So I'm not or two weeks ago, excuse me. So I'm not really sold on them. And I know Drake May is better than what he was last week. He's an outstanding quarterback and is going to be a first-round pick this year. So I'm rolling with the Tar Heels here. I like minus seven and a half. I think that they're a lot better of a team than they were last week.
2: Yeah, I do do agree with that. I think it's a different week, and they're not playing nearly as tough of a defense. But UNC's defense has notoriously been pretty trash, right? So bad. So bad. I'm going to take Pitt plus seven and a half. I think that that's just too many points to be giving up against UNC's defense and Pitt's not terrible. Like they're not bad. I think this is going to be a very high anti game. I think the energy is going to be through the roof. I don't know if Pitt will be able to turn over UNC, but I think they'll be able to slow them down enough to the point where they'll have opportunities to score and frequently and, cover the spread. So I don't think Pitt will win this game. I think UNC will win this game, but I do believe Pitt covers this seven and a half spread.
1: Yeah, I'm with that. I Drake May is just he's
2: the, so good. He's he's very, very
1: good. Yeah, I know he can he can lead this offense to an extremely productive week.
2: I, I agree. That's and that's what kind of scares me is their explosiveness on offense. But I do believe UNC's defense is still trash. Um they kind of haven't like played an offense where they've been able to get exposed. I mean, they got exposed against Appalachian State, I guess you could say. Um, but still, I think Pitt's going to be be able to put up some points against UNC. So I'm going to take the spread. Pitt plus seven and a half. Uh one more game before we get to our game of the week. Iowa at Penn State. We can talk about this one pretty quick. It's just kind of a fun matchup. Iowa's 25th in the country now. Penn State minus 14 and a half. The over-under is 40. Can Iowa put up points, Swick, or no? Can they can they still do they still struggle like are they the worst team in the country on offense because easily they, they could be
1: it's 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 so difficult to watch I like it's <laughs> their defense is outstanding I mean <clears throat> obviously the over under is 40 which is insane but their their offense is just so abysmal and so has lack of explosiveness and big playability and basically every trait that a good offense has so I I don't like Iowa and I definitely do not think their offense will be able to keep up with Penn State, especially in Beaver Stadium.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I I agree. I think Iowa's defense can only take him so far. Yeah. Um, I think this is gonna be a big wake-up call for Iowa. Just I know they've had multiple wake-up calls where it's just like, can you please just score? Like your defense is sick. Can you just find ways to put points on the board? And they just can't. Uh so I think Penn State wins this one pretty handily. Um, kind of like the under here too. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of do like the under 40. It's a frisky under, it's a risky under too. Like a 13 to 10 game. I uh, I think this game would be like 17 to 10, 24, 10. Give me that. Mm, okay. All right. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to the exact score debate and possibly throw a wager on that without payout fucking huge, which would be really cool for us. Um, now to the game of the week. I don't think there's any question. This is the game of the week. I will be glued to my couch from start to finish for this game. Uh, I live with a Notre Dame fan, so this is going to be so fun or so bad either way. Ohio State at Notre Dame. Ohio State is minus three. The over-under is 55 and a half. I've talked about how I lo- love Notre Dame this year, and I do believe that they're going to beat South Carolina. I think they could beat Ohio State too.
1: I think so too. I'm, I'm with you. I, I really not, do think they can beat Ohio State. McCord has not impressed me whatsoever, and I know their defense is electric. And you know Marvin Harrison Jr. is you know a top so one sick. receiver, second to none um, in this in this upcoming draft class. But Kyle McCord is just—he's not where you know he's no C.J. Stroud, he's no Justin Fields that they had before. So he's definitely you know handicapped this offense to start off the season and Sam Hartman has looked really good. And we know how good Notre Dame is very well-rounded team, really good offense, really good defense. I like Notre Dame. I like they're in the South bend. I, I I think I'm with you. I don't think Ohio state, I think, I mean, I think it's going to be an amazing game. I think it's going to come down to the wire, but if I had to pick someone, I would pick the Irish.
2: I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to go Notre Dame plus three. Um, Ohio State, it's been interesting because it feels like that this the the past couple weekends, Ohio State hasn't played pretty much anybody yet, right? I think they played like Indiana last week or something or two weeks ago. yeah. And you kind of just said and forget about it because they're, you know, 35-point favorites. And all of a sudden you look at the scoreboard and it's like 28-3 final, right? And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like why why is this team incapable of scoring more than 35, 40 points? Right. They're playing cheating teams. They have Marvin Harrison Jr. They have such an explosive offense. QB plays holding them back. This might be one of the most electric games of the season. I think South Bend is gonna be fucking rocking. Uh give me the Irish plus three. I yeah, I, 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 I'm, I I'm just I I think it's I think it's the right play here. Um I don't I actually don't know why Ohio State's favorite in this game. I'll put it that way. I, I don't I'm think they deserve to be too. favored in this game.
1: I, I thought it would be
2: more like Notre Dame minus three. I agree. I think Notre Dame has looked really fucking good this year so far, and Ohio State has been less than impressive. Um, I kind of like the over 55 and a half, too. Uh, but we just talked about how oh, bad Ohio State's offenses, but they might figure it out for a game. No, <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Irish. Just give me the Irish plus three. That's it. That's my play. That's the play in this game. I like it. Do you have a mortal lock, Swick? Do you have a play that jumped out to you that you absolutely love before I go into my full card? A mortal lock. FSU minus two and a half for me.
1: Yeah, I like that one. Um, I'll pick a different one, though. If I had to pick one, oh, God, I don't know if it's mortal. If Travis Hunter was playing, the spread would probably be a little different. But uh, I like Colorado plus 21, but oof. All right, I, I will go with um, Washington minus 20 and a half because Michael Penix is
2: like that fucking good. Washington is, good. is that good,
1: like they, are, they could awesome. be a top four team in the country. Michael Penix is playing like a Heisman candidate right now. They're at home at Husky Stadium versus Cal. It's a 10.30 Eastern kickoff, so we're going to be watching the end of this game at like 2 a.m. So it's going to be awesome, but. I, I like Washington, and I easily think they can win by 21-plus.
2: Agreed. All right. Uh, let me get into my full card now, but then we'll wrap this show up. Um, Tonight, Coastal minus 7 against Georgia State. I have Wisconsin minus 6 against Purdue. Big bounce-back spot for them after losing last week. Oh, or was that two weeks ago? I think they lost two weeks ago. Um, But I, I think Wisconsin will bounce back here against Purdue. I don't think Purdue is very good. Although Alex O'Connell – or sorry, not Alex O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell is is pretty solid he's still there right no he's on the raiders oh fuck i had no idea Okay, right, well he's he's good though he, that's why he's in the nfl he was good <laughs> he was good he was good and still is good he's just not in college football anymore so that's actually really bad research by me uh either way wisconsin minus six san diego state plus seven at home against boise state florida state already went over over 57 and a half in oklahoma and cincinnati uh, I think Oklahoma's offense could maybe cover this total by themselves. So yeah, I think I just I'm need so Cincinnati to score. To yeah, are you going? Is it- no, I'm not going.
1: I don't have tickets, and they're all like three hundred dollars. But Jesus, I am, to watch I am, your team get oh, I am tailgating. Okay, and that's something. I'm, I'm very. I think I'm going to get hurt.
2: I think this is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll bring some over energy, over fifty-seven and a half energy to that game. Yeah, uh, or to the tailgate. Give me Syracuse minus 13 and a half versus West Point. Uh Syracuse is pretty good. Their QB executes. You see the, the clips of his play fakes?
1: Oh yeah, they're awesome.
2: They're fucking so yeah. fun to watch. So that alone is, is recent enough for me to bet on them to win by two scores. Um give me Rice minus two and a half versus South Florida. Uh South Florida, I think, is getting a little too much value here after that game last week against Bama. I have the under 78 and a half Colorado versus Oregon. I mentioned Ole Miss. I already mentioned Utah mentioned Oregon state minus three and the over 59. I have that as well. Uh, Sam Houston state plus 12 versus Houston over 48 and a half and Mississippi state and South Carolina. Uh, I think South Carolina, I think both teams can put up points. I just think this totals too low. Uh, And then Pittsburgh plus seven and a half versus UNC. So that's my card. Can't wait! This is gonna be. You got awesome. anything else to add besides Washington, New yours? Just taking a quick look uh, at the
1: slate. Walk besides Washington, I would probably say.
2: Uh, it pains me, but I do like Oklahoma minus fourteen. I do too. I didn't want to. I didn't want to put it on the card yeah. out a principle for you. I
1: appreciate it, but uh, yeah, I. If I was not a Cincinnati fan, I would probably be betting Oklahoma minus fourteen. Um, let's see what else here.
2: Nothing USC, else really my, jumps off the board.
1: Yeah, nothing nothing really. USC minus 35. I like. I don't think Arizona State can even come close to keeping up
2: with Caleb Williams. So is Georgia gonna finally put up a convincing win this week against UAB? Or like are they gonna finally have like a fifty five to three win? Are they I, are they even capable of that this year? I don't even know anymore. I mean they just look flat like all of like, these teams, Georgia, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, even, they've all looked flat. Alabama looks flat. Like Alabama just looks terrible.
1: Yeah, they just look bad. Like overall, just bad. Know, Florida State looks
2: kind of like one of the best teams right now. I mean, they, they are really one of the do. best but they gotta take care of business this weekend. And I think they'll they'll have a really good chance of making the college football playoff. They're gonna have to beat UNC. If they beat that Clemson this weekend. They're going to have to beat UNC in the ACC championship to get in the playoff. And that game is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. That game is going to be so high octane. It's going to be so fun to watch. All right. I think that'll do it for us. Thank you guys very much for listening and enjoy the Niners and the Giants tonight and enjoy this incredible weekend of college football and NFL. So thank you much for listening and peace.